0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number five of the Pod Punk podcast. My name is Jordan Pritchard. Today's episode is going to be an interview with an amazing band that I got the pleasure to watch at the Deadbolt Ninth birthday party a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the lovely band Coast to Coast. Um, we're going to have a nice little chat with them about their band, about the music they've released, get to know them a bit more. They are a very, very good band, and you'll get to listen to that. As always, we're going to play some of their music before we get into uh, the podcast and the interview. Um, <clears throat> I've recorded this intro about, about two days ago, originally, and the point of it was uh, there were some plugs in there for some upcoming events and some bits and bobs, but um, while editing it, a lot of new information about some things came out, so I just want to have a quick chat about that beforehand, uh, before getting into the episode. So, um, as you know, there's global pandemic that's going on, and there's a lot of musicians and a lot of artists that are um, now stuck with some things. Um, today, it was announced that the uh, Manchester Punk Festival was off. Um, a lot of gigs that um, I've got tickets to, um, they've a lot of them have been cancelled as well. More is probably incoming uh, with everything that's happening. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I wanted to sort of chat about, sort of mention on this, was I've seen a lot of things online about people being. feeling hard done by um because the event's been cancelled um and you know obviously that's fine you know you can be disappointed or as much as you want and that's completely acceptable and understandable but um the point that I'm trying to make here is that you got a lot of unsigned artists and you have a lot of signed artists even who aren't going to be making any money they're not going to be able to travel they're not going to be able to perform um and as we've If you've listened to some of the previous episodes and spoken to some of the guys in these bands, you'll know that bands don't really make money off music anymore. They more make money off their tours and their merch. So um, my thing for it is, look, if you're going to get a refund from some of these shows, do it. Crack on and get your money back. But put a little bit of money back in maybe would be something that I'd recommend. For example, buy some merch from the band... Go on their band site, buy download, buy, pay for one of their downloads, pay a quid 50. So, if you get like a 15 quid refund, pay a quid 50. It's, it's, it's a portion of the money back into the band. They get a little bit of something from it because there's going to be some tough times ahead, not just for the bands, but for the fans as well. You know, you're not going to get the entertainment value, they're not going to get to perform and play, so they're not going to be able to, you know, keep going. It, it's, it's the same with football, it's the same with, you know, wrestling or films or whatever you whatever your thing is um this is a music podcast so i not going to talk about that but it's a general message I think for everything just please just be considerate and don't necessarily kick off with them um don't kick off with bands promoters venues um that kind of thing because this is a difficult time for everyone concerned um and yourselves you know be be safe be smart be sensible do what you need to do I know that there's going to be a lot of hardships for a lot of people going on at the moment, but, you know, we're a group, we're a society, we're a bunch of people who need to look out for each other and look after each other, whichever way it is. So, um, you know, I'm sad to see a lot of these tours and a lot of gigs and a lot of festivals inevitably close and you know close down for however long they may need to, but it's the way it goes, but put, some support back into them as well even if it's even if it's just a tweet even if it's just a share of some of the things they're doing when they get back on their feet turn up more you know when when for example say the guys who are putting on uh, mpf when they're putting on other gigs after when the quarantines and the the, the the craziness is over turn up to them you know go to your local events go to all those things try and support when we can start supporting again um the end of the show, I'm going to talk a little bit more about some projects that I've seen that have been cropping up online that I really think are worthwhile going into and listening to, so um, stick around for that at the end. Um, before we start, we're going to listen to the back on topic, and we're going to forget about the doom and gloom. We're going to listen to a lovely little chat with a great band. Um, again, they're called Coast to Coast. The Wolverhampton's finest. Um, I sat in a car park with them and uh, had a bit of a chat with them about a load of stuff. Before we get to that, though, as tradition, we're going to play some music. The song is called Hereditary. It's by the lovely Coast to Coast, and I'll speak to you at the end.
1: Bye. <laughs> You promised me
0: We're going beautiful, sweet. We're outside New York, New York, <laughs> <laughs> with the lovely band coast to coast. How you doing, gents? You know what, man. How you doing? Do. Well, good, and <laughs> <with that. laughs> right, good. So we're here for Deadbolt's uh, ninth ninth birthday. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah. almost almost in the teenager area, but so um. <laughs> What brings you guys here today? Uh, what is it that you? Uh, yeah. So what? Ah, I forgot. I forgot. Ah, I'm going to edit this bit out because I completely. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, pocket. I'm, I'm keeping it in because this is a, this is how the podcast. So tell me how the band got formed. Uh, how did you guys get started? How long have you been doing um, this lovely thing called banding?
2: We uh, started about five years ago, four or five years ago, something like that. And uh, like originally, it was just me and Taylor in the band, and then uh, Key joined, and then Zach joined, and now Darren's joined. So. Yeah, we've only been in
0: this band for what, yeah. like the last year. So but yeah, we're wicked man. Cool. So we do the blind date thing. Tell us uh what your name is, what you do in the band, and uh how long you've been in it for. So we'll start with you.
2: Yeah. Uh, Alex and OG from the beginning man. Yeah, I did the hand for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, good yeah. for the audio yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Four years then. <laughs> uh, what do you do in it? Well, uh play guitar, yeah. You play guitar. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, so I'm Zach. Uh, I play bass, and I've been in the band for like two years. Yeah, something like something
0: that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah.
4: roughly two years. Uh, I'm Darren. I play drums. Uh, how long have
5: you been here? About, yeah. <laughs> about a year.
4: Yeah. yeah. So you're kind, of, you're kind of a newbie. Yeah, I'm yeah.
5: the newbie. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> I'm Kieran. I'm the vocalist. I've been in the band for about four years, maybe. I'm
6: okay. um, Josh or Taylor. Um, I play guitar. I've been in the band since
0: the beginning. And combined you make Coast to Coast, the ultra yeah. mega sort of bands. <laughs> so, um, so what kind of uh, music influences you guys? What kind of artists are you kind of th- the ones that sort of paved the way for you guys when you started out? Um, uh, when we started, it's probably
6: changed from when we started. So when we started, it was like the Windy Years. Um, I think, oh, what's the other, names of the other bands?
5: Newfound Glory.
6: Newfound. Good um,
5: oh, Charlotte. Who sings
6: Forever Young?
5: Is it Forever Young? They're so inspirational so you don't own it. <laughs> <Yeah, no, laughs> <can't laughs> <know. laughs> they broke like up. I remember what called.
6: you're too drunk to walk alone, streets oh. of cobblestone. Oh, uh, transit. oh. Transit, <laughs> yeah, transit. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez> um, <laughs> when, <laughs> when those bands are kind of just coming through, yeah, yeah. Um, that was kind of when we started. So, a lot of those kind of smaller bands, when that kind of took over, it mm-hmm. was kind of at that point. So, yeah, a lot of those that kind of aren't bands anymore right. was, yeah. was massive. Um, yeah. But yeah, now it's recently it's changed and it's more of a. Uh, we all listen to kind of way different music than we did back then. We're all a lot more versatile. Like I know Zach listens to like soul music as well as like lots of other Why stuff. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, who, who, of who, who's yeah, your favourite soul
3: artist? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's specifically soul, but just like whatever's sort of. I just interested in a lot of different music. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's I'm mostly a... like indie stuff. I think we've all sort of gone more towards now. Yeah, um, yeah just a sort of seemed all transitioned into that taste at the same time almost and sort of I feel like it's coming into the music a little more because yeah. it, it's something that we're all interested in sort of thing.
0: Right, yeah. So when you guys do write is there a songwriter or is it a collaborative thing from all it's of you? Of, it's, it's pretty
3: throwing, much all of us probably, like yeah. so say so like usually the demos will start with me or Al and then we'll bring that into the practice room and then everyone starts to have their input and then we'll sort of go through like a second round of demoing where it's like what everyone's put in into the this new version sort of thing. So it's sort of a, a bit all over the place, Like yeah. you can start <laughs> wherever and then
5: go from there, sort of thing, yeah.
0: So what well, with you, your contribution to it, with uh, your lyrically, do you get yeah, ideas I from everyone else, or are you very sort of, I this like to, is mine and yeah, this is pers-
5: my I like to be possessive over my lyrics, because like, it's one of the only things I've got, like they all play instruments, so I'm just like. <laughs> 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 so like, lyrics and vocals is the only thing that I can do, so. Oh, fair yeah, enough, <laughs> Kind of keeps it
6: quite consistent <laughs> as well, like yep. there's yeah. never like, this one's about this, but then this is from a different point of view, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. just from Key's point I of view. it's
5: good as well, because like, the songs that the lyrics I write because I write them, it's like it means more. So like, say if they if they had some lyrics and I was singing them, it might not relate the same. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like yeah. when I write songs about like my dad or like where I live and stuff, when you get to sing them live, it's kind of like quite nice and like therapeutic. And like yeah, feels a lot more emotional, like especially when people connect with your lyrics and sing them along and stuff.
0: I guess you get a little more uh, like your personality behind them yeah, yeah, when so they're your words coming yeah, out of yeah. your head, sort of thing. So yeah, because like I can like. Sometimes I have themes, so like I'll write a song and then
5: like we'll write a new song and I'll like link back or something and just like do little things that like I've got, most people wouldn't even notice, but to me it's like some Like I see it as like quite artistic. So a consistent body of work
0: for you, yeah. I suppose, and it done like throughout all the lyrics, sort of thing. That's awesome. So, uh, how many albums have you guys done so far? We've done
2: <laughs> no albums yet. We've done uh, three EPs. Okay. Uh, yeah, the last one came out like last year, the year before. Uh, got some new stuff coming soon. Yeah, just working and seeing what happens now. <laughs> seeing what the plan is. <laughs>
0: so what, what have you guys got? Have you got anything coming up, uh, big gig-wise, a tour, anything like that that you want to sort of share with everyone?
2: Uh, we've got nothing announced, like, tour-wise or gig-wise at the minute. Okay. Um, but uh, we've just finished recording a new uh, EP. It's not, like, completely new. It's, like... Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but like, uh, yeah, it'll be out soon and people <laughs> will have to hear it then. Nice. <laughs> well, that's awesome. you going to slip up or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the top secret project. That's it's, not, it's not top secret, it's just, you know, I don't know what the, uh, the plan is for releasing it and all that, so yeah, I don't want to... Still uh, sorting all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so what, what, um, when did you guys start playing music in general, not as a band, just as individuals, when did you start, find, when did that become a... Thing that interested you. Um, we'll do another go around the circle. Around.
1: But this yeah. time I'll start
6: here. Uh, <laughs> I didn't start. I think because sax my brother he started playing guitar before me, um, and then I saw him picking it up quite quick. So I kind of picked it up when I was about 16. So mm. I've been playing about nine, ten years. Right. Um, yeah, and like to start with, I remember the first band practice, and Al was like, "Oh, you got palm mute at this bit." And I was like, "Yeah, what what is a palm mute? Like, <laughs> <laughs> What is that?" And So yeah, it's just been a steady progression of learning what it was and obviously that was a long time ago now but yeah cool what i do now cool and
5: um well coast to coast was my first band so okay i always was interested in music and like but i was always like going to gigs and i could never imagine actually playing so like i always liked singing and that and i just thought i saw it on facebook and i was like quite into the music at the time and like the the local scene and then it was like looking for a vocalist so i thought i would go and try it and then the rest is when did you
0: discover that you could do that though
5: Cause like with these guys, they've had like yeah, the done the intru- done the practice. Probably and sounds and that. cheesy, but like the first person that told me I had a good voice was my mum. <laughs> like, oh. I used to like used to, she lo- like loved the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and shit. So like she used to be like I used to sing and she'd be like she'd say I had a good voice, but I just thought she was just being nice. But <laughs> and like it's quite nice because like she passed away recently. So like like when people like t- talk about singing, I'm always like well my nan was the first one who like told me I could sing and wasn't shit. Well, that's cool,
1: <laughs> man.
4: Uh, when did you kick off starting the uh, Banging the skins. I started about back in college, probably about the same time as you, 15, 16. Yep. Um, just kind of picked it up myself. I just The first person I actually saw play drums was uh, Travis Barker. And obviously that's everyone's drummer go-to. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's uh, favourite drum. Yeah, just sitting that, and then just started playing along to Blue 182, yep. stuff like that. That's where my influence kind of come from.
0: Can you, can you yeah. do the licks? That he does because I I've, uh, I I can't I I've, picked, I've got a drum kit at home that I've recently bought and yeah. I've listened I got this electric one and I play along and I've got a headphone in my head with the music and the headphones like the drum yeah and I can't even begin <laughs> to fathom <laughs> yeah. it sounds like he's got eight limbs anyway so yeah. what, what, it's uh, how it's many limbs have you got too? it
4: <laughs> it's been a while since I have played anything that kind of well, tempo right okay but
0: uh, I'll probably wasn't playing it as clean as he
1: was <laughs> back then, but
4: it's he's just all sort of fun, really. He's
0: yeah. a freak because when he broke his arm, have you seen that? Yeah. yeah created yeah, that broken tummy ch- 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 system.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> mental. That's <So cool. laughs> yeah, crazy. All right, go? Uh, yeah, so I started playing, uh, started off with guitar when I was like probably 13 or 14 or something, and then started like an acoustic duo sort of thing with my friend, mm-hmm. and um, we just tried. Our best, <laughs> essentially. And that sort—it of, was good though because we sort of threw ourselves in and then started. Uh, it forced us to like think of things as like albums and EPs and right. things like that. So we just sort of tried, and I, I started singing then as well. And I, yeah, again, I tried my best at that as well. <laughs> and uh, it just sort of led on from there. And then yeah. I've just sort of learned a couple of other bits on other instruments and just sort of. Uh, yeah, when learn about songwriting just by doing it over time sort of thing. Right. Uh, yeah, so when I was like 13, 14, basically. What was your first song that you ever wrote like? It was shit. <laughs> 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 what, what kind of music was it, though? Um, It was probably... Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, the dad rock came afterwards. It <laughs> was like phases, you know. No, uh, what did it sound like, did you say? Yeah, what kind of like um, kind band, of what kind of, bands, what kind of uh, genre sort of music was it? It was you like, you like acoustic duo, so it was sort of... Okay. Biffy
6: machine. What was it? It was like...
3: <laughs> I have no idea, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I can't even explain it, not even in a good way, Like, it was just like a standard, imagine the first time someone picks up a gu- guitar and learns like three chords, that's, <laughs> that's what it's saying. <laughs>
2: and failing yourself? Yeah, Um. I was, I was about the same age as I was 13, 14. Uh, my brothers started uh, playing guitar and so there's always guitars on so I'll just pick it up, the same really, just picking it up, just seeing what happens with it. Yeah, uh, yeah and that's like why.
0: How many years ago, and like... Oh, awkward songwriting question to you as well, Go then, on then. since you've put the, the, the awkward <laughs> What was yours like? What was your first song? Oh, was that, it was just what like... Was it,
4: what was it called?
2: Yeah. My first band. And the first song that you the first first wrote. The first song. Um, so, was it the one where... Oh, what was it? The uh, one that you recorded, like, properly with, like... The nah, youth club. that wasn't the first one. <laughs> um... I can't remember the title, but it was awful. <laughs> yeah. It was the band was called uh, Your Best Interest. Okay. Yeah. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> oh, I hope
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna search for it, and if I find it, it's going in the description. For sure. Uh, name but and shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my my first thing was I did. Uh, when I was in a punk band. We did uh, a cover of the Inspector the Gadget theme. Oh yeah. That was <laughs> our like little oh. s- stupid thing.
2: Zack's old yeah. band used to cover the Friends <laughs> theme tune oh. every at the beginning of every set, man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, that, oh, it wasn't
1: that nice, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was
3: sort of like it just set the like. Why would we start with a cover of that song or a cover in general? But yeah, it was fun at the time. Yeah, like, yeah. We yeah. Had fun with it. <laughs>
0: so, uh, what kind of goals has the band got uh, moving forward now? So, so you have got your new EP that's the top secret one that's coming out very soon. Uh, but like, what's kind of the goals and uh, aspirations for the band? What are you trying to? What, what are you trying to achieve now, moving forward? We're rich and famous. Why <laughs> <laughs> <Love it. laughs> does anyone play music? <laughs>
6: I think just to enjoy it, really. Um, yeah. As long as we enjoy the songs we're writing and the music we're playing, yeah. then we're doing the right thing. Um, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's cool.
2: We're writing a lot at the minute as well. Just getting plenty of things ready to go. Yeah. It's all mm, a uh, quiet
3: time, like gigs-wise and stuff. Yeah. But we're doing a lot, sort of behind the scenes, yeah. with writing songs mm. and just generally thinking about where we want to take it afterwards. Yeah. Like once we've got like a a sort of body of
6: songs that we're quite happy with sort of
0: uh, so the grafting period now yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. just sort of
1: planning out
6: every other time we've kind of uh tried to push music and write music while touring or while gigging and it's kind of hard to balance the two Mm -hmm. and i think we found a quiet period and we were like oh let's just use this quiet period to do as much as we can behind the scenes to try it a different way rather than keep trying to juggle the two and then do one really well then the other really well like we thought let's just go away and then we can do both really well Mm -hmm. at the same time almost
0: cool i think
1: another
0: question now i'm not keeping this bit in this 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 bit it's It's one of those like i've got i had a lot of questions (coughs) but you had some pretty quick and yeah. I'm like. Yeah. We're we doing
1: slower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My so, <first> friends, song <laughs> what's your favourite episode? <laughs> Go on then. So,
6: friends, oh, what's your what favourite <laughs> episode? I don't know what they're called. The one with? It's always the one with, yeah. Oh, the one with, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the one
2: where Ross gets his uh, leather yeah, trousers yeah, stuck yeah, on yeah. in the bathroom. Oh, he does the lift up thing <laughs> and Yeah,
6: That's the best episode. That's going to pivot as well. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. When he does full
0: body blackface, that one's an interesting one. You know when he goes for the tan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of those awkward ones, really. Yeah.
6: The one with the monkey as well. When the monkey puts the radio on. The radio? Oh,
4: and they all start dancing yeah, to that's it. All dancing. All oh, yeah. Yeah. On? I
6: can't remember the name of the song. No, that Lion Sleeps Tonight. I can't A the of A wimbuwe. A That's the song. I
1: can't remember the name of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Oh, right. God. So, one with me. <laughs> <laughs> i do that. So, um, with regards to, like, how the band... You've told me about how the band writes music and stuff, but when you... How, how, did, how do you go from the writing style, the, the writing progress, to the sound that you've got? Because it's a really big sound on the records that you've done. Is that, like, an emulation of what you do live, or is it something that you just just yeah, it no, from the studio so in?
6: I love that, sorry. Satan's Hollow. Satan's Hollow. Satan's Hollow, yeah. Satan's yeah. Go left there, right, and then right again, then one of the alleys. Left, right, and right. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me No problem. <laughs> Leave that <it> stone. <laughs> no problem. <it wasn't> really one <laughs> <accurate. laughs> <laughs> Where's Satan's Hollow? <laughs> Everyone will know where we did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Follow it back. Do <laughs> I don't need to go right? What was it your process of making the sound like that? Do you want to make it as big and as full as possible? Is that more of a conscious effort or is it something that you created with a producer? What, how did that process work? I uh, like Zach said earlier like
6: they'll kind of come with a riff and we write it in a live si- situation mm-hmm. so I guess it's already translated itself live and we've almost done the live part before putting it on a record Right. so then it's trying to take it back the other way rather mm-hmm. than recording it and then trying to think how's this going to be live it was already already a live thing almost okay so uh awkward question then what's the best and what's the worst part of being in a band start with you uh
2: i love recording the recording's the best everything coming together like just sitting there and just you know the drums come on you're sounding good (laughs) and the bass comes on you're like oh oh, we're getting there uh yeah recording's great and uh probably the worst bit is just the waiting around just like so you (laughs) you know so so like you get to a gig and then you sound check and then you're like right we'll wait for five (laughs) hours now and then you got you know a three-hour driver home and you know what i mean that's the worst bit but it's worth it you know what i mean it's like it's not like turning you off it kind of thing you know what i mean (laughs) best (laughs) and
1: worst
5: i think the best and worst they're both the same because it's like you play like some really good gigs so my favorite part is playing gigs but like it's like the come down after so like when we w- last year we went on tour we can't swim and it was like i would like the best two weeks of my life and then like you go back to real life yeah. and then you're like yeah, yeah. you get you get off you got promised other tours and then they don't come through and it's like right. it's like being in the band is such a like up and down feeling so it's i think it's a lot of stress but it's like worth it when it pays off like big time yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah. i think it hit the nail on the head really <laughs> yeah. I, I hate
4: not being on tour really it gets really don't sleep here. No. <laughs> I, just, I, I sleep better on tour, which is weird. I sleep on people's floors and I'm out like a light book. He feels comfortable with it. You, you, you need a <laughs> you, you, you need a bed at home, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you like
3: I mean? to me when I go to it bed? Swallows you up. That's probably why I can't sleep. Jesus. <laughs>
0: What's your best and worst? Uh, probably
3: something similar, like just... Touring in general is both the best and the worst because you have like, the best is that you're on tour with your best mates and it's like the the most painful holiday ever, (laughs) 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 but then the worst part of that is like the waiting around like like Hal said and like that side of it where it's just sort of sometimes it can feel like a bit tedious almost, but then it's obviously worth it for
5: the, actually playing the gigs and like spending time with with the band and playing like rubbish gigs is like really hard, it's like, Yeah. yeah. You can go from, like we played like to 200 people and it's like you feel like you're buzzing on stage and then like a few weeks later you could go back to the same city and you're playing to like four people and you just think like, <laughs> you're like why am I doing this? <laughs> it's, like, it's just like so hit or miss you don't know what to expect. Yeah. But then it's also good when like you think a gig is going to be rubbish and then you get there and it's like turns out to be like one of the best gigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
0: a cool one. And yourself? Best uh, or worst? I
6: think best for me is I just love playing gigs. Uh, just the release you get from it and then you just, yeah, any kind of tension or anything you have at work, you go and just let go. I think the worst part is trying to balance work life with it because I work as a teacher so it's like quite holidays are set I can't just book time off mm-hmm. and stuff like that so trying to get to and from gigs and still wanting to play the gigs but the one pays for the other and you have to thinking of it as a hobby and when it's a job and kind of that,
5: that balance really. Okay. To be fair you've done some crazy stuff haven't you like yeah. we'd, we'd be on tour <laughs> and like when he's got work and like would be playing like Glasgow or something, and he'd like he'd drive back after, get home at like five in the morning, then mm-hmm. wake up at like seven. So like, I that's think that shows how much like, w- we actually some, care about that it. That is
6: some dedication. Yeah. To yeah. You. <laughs> I did Like three nights in a row. I think it was Plymouth and back, and then work on like two hours sleep. Plymouth to Wolverhampton. By, yeah, yeah. Followed by uh, Worthing and back after work. So I finished work at like four, drove to Worthing and back, um, and then Glasgow and back. Yeah. All on one tour. I
3: remember that, like, because I came back. I came back w- yeah, from Glasgow, Glasgow with yeah, him yeah, yeah. and he had like stopped off before we even started, well, before we started driving he had like five coffees <laughs> and, like so many energy drinks and I was basically still like slapping his face to keep my weight <laughs> on the way back. Yeah, it's just like crazy. putting your head out the window <laughs> and stuff to keep you awake. But. Do,
6: you, do you remember
2: uh, on the can't swim tour coming back from, uh, where was it, uh, Stuttgart oh and we had nowhere to stay so we were going to stay in the van we were like we'll just drive towards Calais and then just wherever we stop we stop. I fell asleep in the van, up and Taylor's driving and it's still going. It's like five hours later. He's yeah. like just talking to himself really quick. I'm like, what's the matter with you? He's like, I don't know, man. I feel really good.
6: <laughs> <laughs> in Germany. I don't know what they put in their coffee, but man. Did you say I was running on the spot? Yeah, I
1: found the I cruise control. <laughs> could, yeah, I found the cruise
6: control and I was just like running and I it was just delirious and I thought I was running really quick. <laughs> 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 yeah, so
1: don't drive for that long. I was just
6: like tapping <laughs> yeah. my feet just to keep myself yeah. awake, but just yeah. Everyone listening, don't do that. To me. <laughs> it's not good. i okay. completely leaving. I remember there, there was
5: one time me and Taylor were driving home and he was like, Taylor, like, he actually closed his eyes and like, the car <laughs> went like that and I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this <laughs> is where it ends. It's the hard work for the band. <laughs> okay,
0: so say person listening to this right, has never heard of you guys and wants to have a grasp what you personally think is your best song or your favourite song to yeah. introduce them to a <coughs> Which song would you pick and give us a little, reasons to, little brief description as to why. Uh, we'll start with you.
4: I'm gonna say stale. I wasn't in the band when they wrote it, but uh, I just, I just think it's a banger. They <laughs> <laughs> so don't you, play you it anymore, that. so it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yourself?
6: Um, I'm gonna say the next song we're about to release probably is my favourite, um, but the one that's currently out uh, would probably be "The Sun Is Dim." Just uh, "The Sun Is Dim" or "Cold Fuzz." Just I think live it just translates perfectly from how it is on the record, and there's like ups and downs throughout both songs. Um, probably
2: uh, Heredity, Oh, Ajax actually, Ajax I mean. is, uh, yeah, <laughs> Ajax, it's just, I, I don't know, it's like the first time that everything came together, I feel like, in uh, yeah. for a song for us, and it was just like, oh, that's just like, just right, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but no one seems yeah. to love it as much as we do, like, we you know, <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? It's just one of those things. That
3: connection to Come on, man. <laughs> uh, probably uh, The Sun Is Dim. Just, cause I, th- I think it was like at the time at least, it was sort of a bit of a like departure from our usual thing. It was sort of like not ballady but like a bit like sort of yeah, slower yeah, like.
6: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just write itself as well. Didn't yeah. It? Yeah. yeah, it was one sort of the like songs that like
3: we, well you come up with the the sort of main riff, riff part yeah. in it. Uh, and then after that it just like, like 20 minutes later like the bare bones of the song was like down and it's like, I love when songs just come together like that because it yeah. just feels like it's yeah. meant to be that way sort of thing. If That's it just comes
5: out as you go in, yeah. do you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. And finally yourself? Um, I'd probably say Heredity, it's like one of the first songs we wrote. Mm-hmm. But I always find that like, a lot of our older songs I kind of like, as I would, like grow and like, become more mature and like listen to different music, I look back and think, oh that's rubbish, but Heredity is like the one song, it's probably like the third or fourth song we ever wrote and like I still love it now and it, like, it just, the song means so much to me and like, and people still like love it when we play it live and stuff and it's just, it's probably the first time I was like, proud to show some, like, if, if I was talking to someone like, oh, what band, that's the song I'd always show them. Because yeah. Like, yeah. that was the first time I felt like, because when you first start in a band, you kind of just, you think you sound good, but probably don't, but like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that
0: song I like, that's the one I'll get my go-to song. About. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Okay, so, uh, we're going to wind down a little bit now, because I want to get a drink, and <laughs> <laughs> it's nearly gig it's time. for uh, <laughs> you guys. So, I asked Raiders, who are you are playing with tonight? The same question we interviewed them. It's a very <laughs> awkward one, so. I'm just gonna let you in on it now. It's a really awkward question. So in Japan, there is a game show where you have to pick a karaoke song and you have to sing it in front of a live television audience and it's broadcast all around Japan. Yeah. The trick to the to the contest though is there is a woman underneath a, like a little uh, underneath you and she's giving you a bit of a ham shank <laughs> <laughs> as you're she as you're performing. And one. the goal of it is to get to the end. Now the, the other rule is there have to be a three-minute song. Raiders broke this rule. Raiders broke this rule and picked a Napalm Death song in three (laughs) seconds. So I'm gonna go around, and you got to tell me which song would you perform when you go on that show? (laughs) Start with you. I have have no idea. Westlife, you raised
2: me up. (laughs) Say that again.
6: Uh, Westlife, you raised me up. (laughs) For double answer.
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't even know, man. <laughs> As it crescendos, you raise it. Um Probably something that I know the best, so like <laughs> like, uh, <You laughs> want I, don't want, it, I don't want to have to concentrate to too much, it. you know what I mean? Yeah, so like <laughs> something, <laughs> so sorry, like, uh, maybe like something from when I was like 14 that I love, like Goldfinger songs or <laughs> like <laughs> Boeing for Soup or something like that, you know, okay. just like something that, that I know. You know? know that, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also <laughs> really gotta
0: think of tempo, you gotta think oh, of yeah.
1: rhythm as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> well, I'm screwed then. <laughs> <laughs> You're picking a Boeing for Soup song or Yeah, 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 yeah.
6: Probably. Hey.
2: Uh, 1985, that's the one everyone knows, I one. can yeah. do that. <laughs> hey, I
3: would love to see that.
2: <laughs>
0: really some bad, oh.
3: it, it would have to be like Bohemian Rhapsody, man, okay. like, <laughs> if, you're if That's do a popular it, answer almost, <laughs> three, almost everyone's answered yeah. that at if at one If you're going to do it, but. do it right. That's a lot of fluctuation in like tempos and sections. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have rush to the finish, do you? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but boy, Hanson. Oh, <laughs> Do I want to know why? There's
0: a lot of noises, in it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. It? Actually, it's kind of the the pressure of getting a wank, isn't it? It's like, mmm, <laughs> <laughs> Horrible <laughs> hand gesture. I'm sorry for doing that. Uh,
4: so?
5: probably cigarettes and alcohol by the just because when I listen to that, I feel like a boss. so I'm like, I'm <laughs> 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 getting noshed off as
0: well. Then. <laughs> and you all can stick sticking with "Raise Me Up" by Westside. Good man. I threw that one. All right, cool. So, where can people find you on their social media, that sort of thing? Uh,
2: all the uh, <laughs> all, all the ats are at, uh, this is C T T C, and you know Instagram, Facebook. Spotify, all that, you know, it's all like on coast there. Coast to Coast UK, because
6: there were uh, a Japanese Coast to Coast. Is that? And, a, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we had an email that. back and forward yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> what was that exchange about? Like, uh, like they didn't want us using their name on merch or anything, um, but we'd already got merch and they didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but we'd both started at the same time, so we decided like we'd just put UK at the end then on oh, on enough. the yeah. socials. Are they any good? Uh, they were like a hardcore like, band, like, so we never crossed. We
5: never, like, yeah. They're
2: but probably
6: they stopped. I so yeah. <laughs> yeah. know this game that you're on about. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, well, into the game. <laughs> There's some good choices. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, gents, thank you very much that. Thanks, really man. appreciate it. Thank you very, very
2: much.
0: Well, there you go. Lovely chat there with the boys from Coast to Coast. Massive thank you very much to those guys for taking the time. Um, to have a chat with me we had a bit of a calamity um getting to um actually meet up during that before that i got down to uh, where deadbolt's eighth birthday was which was on the other side of manchester so trying to find them so i dropped them the line and actually said to him um, yo well, yo i'm outside and they were like yeah cool um, we we're, were outside now we're near a guy with a pink we're wearing a pink hoodie, and you know, I'm sort of looking around the street going, I don't see anyone with a pink hoodie. I'm outside. Um, I can't remember what called. The Flower and Flay- Flagon, maybe? Flower and Flagon? It was near the bread shed, anyway. And um, they were like, oh, no, we're up at Night People, which is obviously... Up by Canal Street, if you're familiar with Manchester, which is a good 20-minute walk away. So even though I was late going, getting to the venue in the first place, then I had to do another 20 minutes. But they're incredibly patient. They're really sweet lads. Um, discovered that it was their first time on a podcast. So, you know, thank you very much to them for letting me be there first. Um, and then they absolutely blew everyone away, um, headlining the deadbolt. Um, ninth birthday party, the, their set was absolutely phenomenal so thank you very much to those guys please check out coast to coast all of the links to coast to coast uh their instagrams their facebook and their spotify it's all in the description below um so top of the podcast i did mention a few um things that i feel like i want to plug and i want to promote um i'm doing this because these are guys um that i respect that i really um love and There's a couple of projects in there that I think are really cool as well that can keep um, driving. So first things first, whoever your favorite band is, whoever they are, whether they're big, whether they're small, local, um, national, whatever they are, please go on their band stores. Chuck them a couple of quid, you know, buy a digital download, buy a hat, buy a scarf, buy a T-shirt, buy a hoodie, buy an album, um, do a little something, something for them um, to keep those guys afloat. That would be amazing. Um, As I said, the... We'll start off with um, Manchester Punk Festival. They um, have consistently put on some amazing um, shows around Manchester for years. Um, the festival's a tremendous festival. Um, really is an inclusive situation. They, know, um, There's food stalls, there's great bands, there's comedy, there's poetry, there's an acoustic stage, there's uh, local acts, there's uh, small acts from around the UK all the way up to... Um, bands from all over the world coming in um, to do these sadly you know these guys have put thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds investments you know into all sorts of things Um, like I said if you get if this is one of those events that you're getting a refund from and you want to get the refund you know I'm not judging you for that but do go on to um, their website and buy some merch you know you can get some merch from the mpf that never was unfortunately that you can find at mpf.limitedrun.com um there'll be t-shirts there there's hats there's um there's loads of hoodies uh, jackets they do a really cool range i think there's socks even like there's some really cool stuff chuck them a couple of quid help them out because this is going to be a tough time for those guys in particular from what i'm seeing around um in terms of Really good friends and really good uh local to me promoters. Um got to recommend Horn and Hoof Records. Horn and Hoof That's where you can go there. Again, t-shirts, albums, stickers, they've got badges, they've got a load of cool stuff on there. Um, really, really great um range of bands as well from Tier Rico. There's the Crash Mats. There's a Vanilla Pod album on there as well for people who remember Vanilla Pod. They were fantastic. Horn and Hoof put out their last album. Really do recommend going on there. Go on there, help Scott and the boys out because they're not going to be able to put gigs on, which is kind of part of their bread and butter. They're not going to get the tour again. You know, so if you've got a couple of spare quid, and you want some entertainment. You know, maybe you are one of the people that has to self isolate. Maybe you're the person who. You know, just wants to stay in and you're working from home you might need some music or something interesting to get you going that'll be the place where I recommend if you're into your punk rock that'll be the place to go um, this, so what What day are we on today? so Tuesday, so Thursday a really cool thing that I've seen uh, Joe Tilson who's the um, bass player from Random Hand and also does his own project uh, with the Embers band He's part of something really cool that I saw online called Isolate Live. You can check it out on Facebook um, to get links to it. It's an amazing little gig um, that's going to be done in seclusion. So it's just going to be the band's play. You get to watch from the safety of your house. Support these guys as well. Gaz Brookfield, Joe Tilston. Chloe Glover and Dan Russo are from the band of three um, three at home. They are going to be performing. Um 7 o'clock UK time is when the gig starts. Check it out on Facebook Live, give them some support. That would be amazing. And also in terms of um a, a small-ish business that I'm um I have a good affinity to because again, it's something to do with people that I respect and I really care about. As Thieves, um, as Thieves.com. There you can go to their shop. They've got a great um, range of merch, um, great clothing t-shirts, great hoodies. It's top quality stuff, and it's all sourced um, ethically. So there's loads of great, um, um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Like environmental uh, concerns taken into account for how they process and manufacture and make um, their products, and it's top quality stuff, and Steve's.com. Um in terms of uh, the bands that I've interviewed, their links are in the description as well. So there'll be some links to their bank I know Raiders, are, uh, um, they've got some of their t-shirts left from their original, their first merch run and some of them are quality materials and quality merchandise, so check them out. Sally Pepper, she's got a great range of CDs and she's got a great range of hoodies, t-shirts, that sort of thing as well. Same with Tia Rico, same with Eat The Feet. Um, Again, and coast to coast as well. I'm gonna put all their links in there. I'm gonna be sharing like mad. Um in terms of myself, um I really don't know what I'm gonna do now because the next show was actually gonna be it was gonna be recording myself, um, my mate Leafa, and Scott from Horn and Hoof. We were gonna sit around and we were gonna actually talk about what we're looking forward to when it comes to um MPF. We we're gonna talk about the bands that we're into. Um, Following that, then, I had an interview lined up with a band from America who uh, were playing in Manchester. They, unfortunately, had to cancel their gig. And then after that, I was just going to have my recording device with me, and I was going to go around to... um, around MPF, and I was going to just interview a load of bands um, in between, you know, gigs and stuff, and um, I had quite a lot of cool bands uh, lined up for that. But sadly, some of them... You know coming from different places they they're probably not going to be coming out and going around you know depending on what their situation is so for me and this um I'm gonna have to come up with a plan b um and I'm gonna be doing some I've got a couple of ideas um I've got I've, I've got an idea of like maybe trying to do some skype chats um maybe some themed episodes where I just talk nonsense I don't know like I might pick up a topic and talk about that and see what my thoughts are. And, You can do all that kind of stuff if you, you know, that would be the case. Um, In terms of support and help, um, more shares, more likes, more um, of those sweet, sweet um, iTunes comments, that would be great. But, you know what I mean? This is a time where we need to just all start banding together. So, like, if whatever you can do for yourselves, whatever you can do for your family members, for your friends, for people around you, think about those things. Um, in this kind of weird time, it's super odd to even think that this is um, a thing that's happening at the moment. So, you know, um, big love to everyone who's ever listened to this, uh, come on and chatted, who's sent me a message saying that they would like to come on. Um, everything will, will eventually come back to, go back to normal. And all it needs is everyone to just be smart, to just be safe. Um, and to take care of each other and to be considerate because that's kind of all we can do right now, you know. Um, thank you all for listening to this. Um, I know I've kind of waffled on a little bit, but, yeah, it's just been a kind of a reflective period of thing for a lot of people and this is just something I wanted to talk a little bit about towards the end of this. But, um, like I said, all links are in the description for um, all the bands that have taking the time for me um i would like to give a little bit back to them and also you know shout out to a lot of um projects and events that unfortunately aren't happening give them some love all right um not sure when the next episode is going to be don't really know what's going to happen but something will come soon um so yeah i'll speak to you when i speak to you next cheers guys Bye.